Pittsburgh Steeler fans. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on a Tuesday late afternoon. I wish I could say early afternoon, but my goodness, we'll get to that in just a moment. But this is the Mike Tomlin press conference recap. It is Tomlin Tuesday. This is what we do on a normal week, but my goodness, Pittsburgh Steelers, can you just get it together for a moment? I'm I'm sorry. But yes, the team looked terrible on Sunday. The team seems to be in disarray. But this organization from uh, just uh, an organizational administrative standpoint has been absolutely awful in 2022. For those of you that don't know, but I mean, you, you think about the clerical error that they had going into week one, which... I'm sorry, if you still think that's a clerical error, I've, I've got some great oceanfront property in Pennsylvania for you. But uh, that was that was an intentional error, or at least to not change it. That was very intentional. The reason why, I don't know, it could have just been to, 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 to quell the masses or for various other things. But there's been a bunch of clerical errors since. They've They've changed them within 20 minutes. So that's why, you know, the first one wasn't legit. But, I mean, the the press releases that they give to to the press, poor Bob Labriola is writing articles and answering questions using data from this stuff, and they didn't update it from 2021. He's given the Steelers ranks from 2021 because they're four now five weeks through the season, and they're still given the ranks from last year. They just can't get their stuff together. And today was an example, or I'll even say this, a repeat example of the same thing. Here's how it's going to go down with this press conference. Let's see. I got the first few minutes where I wasn't sure if Mike Tallinn was talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers or if he was saying double arigato. Uh, for those of you that don't understand that, I'm hoping that Steelers fans can understand a Sticks reference to something more than just renegade. But you could barely understand what Coach Tomlin was saying. Then they cut the press conference. Go to poor uh, Bob uh, Bob Pompiani and Missy Matthews. Didn't have her mic on. Um, talked through stuff. Came back for part of the press conference. Then lost it again. Then had to wait who knows how long to then go back and replay the part that was missed in the middle. Then they could take a break and then finally replay what was missed at the end. So I'm trying to keep this together for you as, as concisely as I can, but I have to turn all over the place just to follow my notes because in order to catch the entire press conference, I had to basically catch it in four parts and they were not in chronological order. So I will do my best. So bear with me. Uh, Coach Tomlin started off coming out talking like a robot. Um, well, he wasn't talking like a robot. It just sounded like it. Um, about the, the last game, he talked about, you know, you got to look at the big picture. Uh, they didn't get this way in a game. They're not going to cure it in a game, is co- what Coach Tomlin said. Uh, I mean, I kind of like what he's saying there is that even if the Steelers come out in one game and, and look great, they can't fix everything that was wrong last game in one time going out. You would hope that they would, but even if they do come out and fix a number of things and even pull off a win, it's still not going to fix everything that put them in the situation where they were. So I, I get what Coach Tomlin's saying there, that it, uh, you know, he didn't say it, but basically Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, that, um, that the, the first they've got to grind their way back to respectability uh, right now because they should not be a respectable team um, because he said they got handled. And he said, in looking at the tape, it was no better than how it felt while it happened. 
And then Coach Tomlin went on to say that, you know, there were a few positives. And then it cut out. So let me then try to piece together what Coach Tomlin said after he said there was a few positives. He went on to say a few things. Sorry, that's me flipping my pages if you don't understand it. He's like, it was a bad day in all three phases. He said uh, the long fields that they set the Bills up with didn't help. That, you know, twice they, they pinned them deep, scored on both drives touchdowns he said they even they even got a splash play with the with the blocked field goal after after the Steelers fumbled the kickoff you know they, they get a splash play of the blocked field goal and uh and but then then they turn around though and go three and out he said that uh he one of the things that was positive is he felt that the offensive line did a decent job uh protecting Kenny Pickett but um, he said it was, but to, he said it's great to say something positive, but really it was a disaster in all three phases. And he holds himself accountable to that. Um, said that they did, they haven't done enough in situational play. Uh, the 98 yard touchdown was catastrophic. Um, um, they, they couldn't punch the ball in in the red zone, you know, four red zone trips, no touchdowns. Um, the specialists didn't handle the conditions well with the wind, neither Boz nor Presley Harvin. And I know a lot of people were really down on, on big press. He had a huge punt punting with the wind, terrible punts punting into it. You, you, you've got to be able to adjust to that and get a little bit more out of them. Um, that's me saying that, not Coach Tomlin, I just thought I'd say. And Coach Tomlin said that it starts with him and that – their, their energy and their thought process with things going forward needs to be on themselves, that they have to fix them before they can even begin to, to worry about going up against their opponent um, is a way I'm summing that up for him. Uh, Coach Tomlin broke down the Buccaneers a little bit. He talked about their awesome defense. He, he, he talked extensively about Larry David and Devin White, the inside linebacker, and the things that they, they brought. But one thing in particular that I found interesting was talking about the defensive line. As he talked about, Vita Vea is a guy that requires four hands on him. If you don't get four hands on him, then something's going to happen. And I, I just find that interesting because, you know, they're basically saying we're going to double team him. So um, the kind of, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that he went that far to say it, but I, I, I just thought it was something of note. When talked about the offense, he started off talking about Leonard Fournette, didn't talk about how Tampa's one of the worst rushing teams in the NFL. Um, but which is true, but he did he did talk about Fournette and what he brings. Um, he also said when it came to the passing game that they for the Steelers, they have to be careful to ask too much out of their injured secondary. They can't put them in bad spots and ask them to do too much. Mm, to me, that's almost tipping a hand a little bit um, to say that uh, I don't think they're going to go crazy and do crazy things and bring crazy pressures. Um from back there because then they put their, their inexperienced secondary in a worse spot. Uh, he also, he, you know, he called Tom Brady, the ageless wonder didn't say too much about Brady then, but he was asked about him later because he didn't say enough about Brady at that point. So then now we go back to where the Steelers had cut back in live to where I caught the middle of the press conference. Who, and that was with the injury update lots here. Um, I'll try to sum it up as fast as I can. Cam Sutton and Akilah Witherspoon are both with a hamstring. Coach Tomlin called Sutton out, but then he was asked later about it, what he meant, and he's meant out at the beginning of the week to practice, not out for the game. Um, and he answered some stuff about Witherspoon later as well. Uh, both uh, Levi Wallace and Pat Freremuth are in the concussion protocol. 
Uh, Larry Gunjobi left the game with a back injury. Um, Mickey Fitzpatrick is still dealing with his knee injury, That although he played through it with the game. And then two more, Zach Gentry with the knee and Montrevious Adams with a hip. Ooh, Zach Gentry and Pat Fairmuth, that leaves only one tight end with the Steelers and in Connor Hayward on the 53-man roster if there's a problem with both of those guys. So that's something to pay attention to. All right, then heading into the questions, that's when Coach Tomlin was asked if Sutton was out. Um, he said uh, he's not out for the game. He's just out out for his participation early in the week, and we'll see how the week goes. Coach Tom was asked about being more involved in the offense, and he's and he's his answer was, I'm highly – I have been highly involved with the offense. Uh, was asked about Terrell Edmonds, if he's still in the protocol, and he said he is, but he looks to be moving to, um, towards the end of it. Um, so, in other words – Edmonds, he'll probably still end up on the injury report this week because he didn't play last week because of a concussion. But I wouldn't be shocked to see him um, participating on Wednesday, if not even up to a full participant um, with Terrell Edmonds coming forward. Um, he asked, Coach Hummels asked if, if the new concussion protocol changed anything with how they had to handle their players in game or since the game. Um, and Coach Hummels said no, that that, that, didn't, that didn't apply uh, to their situations. The, the protocol that they implemented last last weekend. Um, then he was asked, of course, about the changes. Changes to players, changes to coaches, changes to everything. Um, Coach Tomlin, he said changing – is he or, sorry. He said that they're not changing just for the sake of change. Okay, you need to change to have a desired outcome. In other words, if, if it's not going to help – why make a change for the sake of changing? And on a side note, this is something that that um, Nick Faribault put out on Twitter. Um, he said about people that are wanting, you know, calling for Matt Canada, and we'll talk more about Matt Canada as we go. Do you really want to make a change there and add another element of instability to your rookie quarterback that, that is now starting his second game? Uh, that's a very good point. So people that are just calling, calling because things have to go. You've got to also, you've got to look at the the both the positives and the negative consequences to change as well. But there's a little bit more to that uh, coming up here. Um, that um, asked about several things about Kenny Pickett. The first one he was asked, he basically Mike Thomas said there was nothing um, disappointing coming from from. Um, from with stuff with Kenny Pickett. Then he was asked about, about uh, Matt Canada and his confidence in him. And coach Tomlin said, I'm confident, but confident doesn't mean very much. Okay. But he's also not going to do something simply to quell the masses is what he said. So in other words, coach Tomlin being confident in, in Matt Canada, doesn't matter if the, if the job's not getting done. The question was phrased in a way about Matt Canada that, um, you know, the offense uh, uh, struggled last year and this year has struggled even more. So that's that's how it was framed. And that was his response. So uh, not uh, not a ringing endorsement, but not anything saying that there's going to be a wholesale change. Uh, I was asked about Najee Harris and some struggles with him. He, 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 one of the things coach Tom mentioned with that was that, uh, he, he had missed time. This is when things started to get where it was difficult to hear again, because they were about ready to, to cut out. Um, um, 
because then they asked him about Jalen Warren and um, that he's he's proved that he's capable. He's proved that he's capable of earning more snaps, more carries, more touches, uh, all those things um, so far this season. Uh, Coach Tom was then, uh, you know, you know what what does he expect um, out of Kenny Pickett? He's like to put us in a position to win. Uh, he was asked something more about that later. Uh, then there was the whole thing about um, Arthur Millette saying about being upset about guys seem to be laughing and joking after a big loss. Um, he was asked if he saw anything of what Millette saw when Coach Tom didn't answer that question. He answered about guys like Millette, and he says he says guys like that should be pissed. That's what he said. That's the words he used. So that's what I used. Um, Coach Tomlin, you know, upset about the the. Um, Someone was was asked about what he meant by getting things on a roll, things like that. He says sometimes the weighty plays count double. Like if you have a third down and ten in the red zone, that's a that's weighted because it's in third down, and it's weighted because it's in the red zone. Things of that nature that they really need to come through on plays that are doubly weighted. Uh, he was asked about this was interesting about Ryan Clark's comments, and Coach Tomlin said he's paid to give commentary. So that's what he's supposed to do, and that's it doesn't mean that we have to listen to it. Um, asked about, you know, um, uh, what what's it going to take to to dig out from where they are? He says uh, uh, it takes player development and developing their concepts, and we're working on those better. Whew, this is still oh okay. Then he was asked if it's more about winning one on one or if it's more about scheme, um, and it says says it has to be more than just beating people. Just beating people, that works great, but it also has to be more than just that. Then he was asked a question that I couldn't even hear who it was about. I had to piece it together later to find out. I'm pretty sure this was about Akella Witherspoon uh, coming back, and he said that he's he scheduled uh, to do some work this week. Was asked about Stephen Sims expected, uh, you know, if he's going to be returning kicks, and he says he's just expecting him to be healthy this week. And that's when the feed cut out again. So had to go back. Um, to, to, to see what else was said later. So about 45 minutes later, I'm trying to piece this together. Um, and then he was asked about, you know, ab about, about Kenny Pickett's progress and things like that. And, and one of the things that he's saying is that you can't, you can't put him in a, in a situation where it takes so many things away. Like when you're down that much in a game, you know, it kind of takes away the play action, takes away other things. Um, that that what they need to do for Kenny. Um, oh, wait, that's that was a question that was answered later. So oh well, I copied, I said it there. Is is that they've got to be more clean in order to help Kenny um in, in, in his development. Said there was no update on TJ Watt. Uh, then he was asked a question about Tom Brady that he didn't say enough. He's like, come on, we're trying to write a story. Um, so the big thing that I took out of that to sum it up, he says, the things that made him special at 35, we still see at 45. So the Tom Brady you got 10 years ago is the Tom Brady you get now. Um, was asked about if they have to change the way they do things, especially on the defensive front with the way they've been calling roughing the passer. And he says that that's something that they always work on. He was asked about Byron Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator of the, of the Bucks. Um, you know, did you see anything with him being a coach whenever he was here? He's like, you know, when a guy has an aptitude to coach, when it, when things go beyond the helmet is what he was saying. And he talked about, Leftwich. He talked about Larry Foote. He talked about the Shea Townsend. He talked about 
there was someone else and I didn't get to write it down who it was that he just talked about that these guys that you can see it with them as players. And, and he's happy to see that they've moved on um, with their coaching. Um, and then I already mentioned the one thing about, about helping Kenny pick it out. And then at the end, he was asked about, um, about, you know, Pat Freremuth coming through the protocol and coach Tomlin's answer was that he has faith in their medical staff to do what's right and the best interest of their, of, of the player and, and everything moving forward. So my goodness, that was the press conference. Sorry. I was a little bit all over the place, but it was all over the place. What else was I supposed to do when they do that to us? <laughs> On, on a press conference. It was very frustrating. Sorry, this is coming out later later in the afternoon, but uh, that's what it has to, has to be in order to cover it. So uh, thanks for, for listening here. Uh, no big wholesale changes from Coach Tomlin. The only thing that changed on the depth chart was they did have Sims ahead of Olszewski uh, when they released that depth chart before the press conference. But uh, all this team can do now is just they, they got to work back to be respectable. There was another question there that I didn't get to get, get – get to necessary highlight because of the way it was breaking up, but to try to piece it together, he was asked about, you know, being, being a team that's, that's considered at the very bottom of the league. And coach Thomas says, based on the way that we played, people should consider us there, you know, but it's, it's up to them to improve and get better and, 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 and to come out the next week um, and, and improve with everything. And, Based on stuff you saw, um, I don't think there's much other place to go. So there it is. Make sure you check it out all over podcasts. Uh, I know if you sometimes you, if you look for my stat geek on on Thursday, it already came out today on Tuesday because I made a switch with Jeffrey Benedict with some things going on with him. You'll get the cutting room floor on Thursday if you were looking for that today and were disappointed. That's when you'll find that. You got Jeff Hartman's Let's Rides Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, our noon lineup constantly coming at you. you there was just um, uh, a fantasy fix that that, that happened uh, before this podcast. You'll get myself and my brother tonight. He'll my big brosco returns to the Scobro show tonight after his week of vacation. Um, it's funny because I will probably comment on how the Steelers must have thought they were on vacation and they were fishing too <laughs> because the way they played, but. Uh, we're rolling back on with everything. Make sure you check out the website behind the steel curtain.com. And you know, it's, it's rough. It's tough. This team is one and four, but there still are black and gold and I'm still going to cheer them on. So I'm still going to say to finish it out, go Steelers. Steelers.